Hello, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Bench Bro Sports Podcast. We're back. We're glad you could join us today. We're a bunch of sports junkies made about the hottest topics going around the world of sports. Your host, Wesley Splain, and the original crew's back, Anthony and Brandon. Guys, what's happening? What's up, guys? Boys, how's it going? Going pretty not too shabby. <laughs> Fourth of July is okay. right in the corner. Doesn't, doesn't even feel like it. No, I sure really don't. This year has really flown by. I know. I can't believe it's so much July. It's you been know what's crazy quick. with sports being gone? I would be able to tell like what month we're in, but it's on like the sports situations. And like, yeah. I just got so it, confused. And I'm like, wait, it's the end of June already? Stanley Cup would be freshly over right now pretty much. And the NBA Finals, too. We would have been like yeah. two weeks out. To the now point where it's, it's just all baseball. Yeah. Now the playoffs the playoffs are just starting for the NBA. And then NASCAR is on. Is the race tonight or tomorrow? It's on right now, actually. They're at Pocono. So there's only five laps to go. Truex was actually leading. I'm not going to get into too much NASCAR until later, but Kevin Harvick's in first place right now, followed by Denny Hamlin, then Eric Amarola. The typical same five guys that are always in the fucking top five, right? It's always Harvick. Harvick, Kyle Busch. <laughs> Kyle Busch was in like 10th or 11th place. He's now in fifth. Truex moved back to sixth. How, how are you in first place and moved back to sixth? And then the rest of the guys are all like Ryan Blaney, um, Willem Byron, he moved way down. Austin Dillon was actually doing pretty good now. He's way behind. Um, Joey Logano is actually in 30 place. He's, I guess, his car, something with his car because he's in pit. But yeah, Kevin Harvick looks like he's going to take this. Dude, Kevin Harvick is blowing it up this year. He, he's winning like almost every race. You know what NASCAR is? This is like a good compare. It's like if Golden State had like all the All Stars, and then the Boston Celtics had all the All Stars, and they were in the finals every year for like the past seven to eight years. Because it's just like, back and forth. Every that's time. just pretty much it. And they win like all the games, and like the only losses will be between each of them. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> but like, I get that with basketball because you're you're stronger as a team. You're stronger as want like together. But this is NASCAR. It's one one guy versus thirty other cars, forty other cars, and yet they're always winning every week. It's the same fucking five guys. It's not even fun to gamble on. Yeah, it, it, I, like I like NASCAR, but at some point, like it's kind of annoying because, like, I like to see other guys place here and there. It would be nice to see that. Like, I only watch but, the super speedways because then it's pretty much anyone's game, and it makes it more fun to gamble on. Too. Well, Charlotte's really exciting because all turns, and then you can't miss Daytona. Daytona's very, Daytona's very exciting. Well, that's a super speedway. Yeah. Those are the Daytona, Talladega are probably the only races I'll probably watch. Like this past Talladega race was fun. You don't like Charlotte? No, it's stupid. Why? Because it's like too slow, too many turns. No, it's like you go, you hit a straightaway, and then it's literally a ninety degree turn, and you're going hundred and fifty miles an hour. I love that though, because it's more challenging. But like, that takes some talent. That takes a for lot real. of talent. But for a stock car, it's not like a Nissan Skyline to where it can just turn really quick like that. It doesn't have as much torque. 
I think, yeah, for sure. But I think that's what makes it exciting because we usually just see him just go around in circles the whole time. Dude, you could break your neck just slamming right into that wall if, like, your brakes go out or, like, your your steel bearing goes out. You're done guys, for. A lot of guys are getting penalized because in that in that on that track because they're going that one turn. I don't know what number the turn is, but they're going off the track. And and you ha- when you restart, I'm pretty sure you have to just completely go to a dead stop and then start back up. And it's pretty weird how they do it. And like these cars are pretty much made with like just <laughs> aluminum foil. Yeah, pretty much. It's dumb. Yeah. Brent, is it like just pouring by you right now? Nope. There's no rain over here. We just had a downpour the other like about thirty minutes ago. Well, yeah, when it's... I went out, to, when I went out to eat up in Oldbridge, it started downpouring. We had a, we were like halfway through our meal, and I had to take, we had to take the food to go because it was only outdoor dining. Outdoor, so we were, yeah. We were getting soaked, yeah. But That's not why you bring your own yeah. umbrella. We had an umbrella. The table had an umbrella. <laughs> it's probably All just right. too much rain. Too much for your uh, Coke. You don't want to get that bad mixture, especially mm-hmm. acid rain in that. Nope. Busy week in sports week, a very busy week compared to the past two months. Baseball finally figured it out. We're getting baseball back. Uh, baseball and the MLB and MLBPA figured out a deal to get a 60-game season underway. MLB set a deadline for July 1st so players can report. The players were like, yeah, sure, under health guidelines. They figured out the health guidelines. Everything went as smooth. So spring training, or you want to call it summer training now, will kick off at July 1st, and then the actual season will start July 23rd between the Nationals and the Yankees down in Nats Park. It's going to be a fun one. It's only a 60-game season, so it's going to be interesting to see how baseball teams and managers attack this season. It's pretty much a sprint now compared to 162 games. You're shedding 102 games off a usual baseball season. So baseball is finally back, and it's going to be back before – any of the other sports. The end of July is going to be very hectic with all these sports coming back. So, guys, how you feeling? Isn't it weird that they, they want to start all, all these sports at the end of July all at the same time? Yeah. I mean, don't you think that they'd want to spread it out to where – I mean, I don't know. I mean, ratings yeah. probably aren't going to be as good for everything, but – Especially a port that struggles to get the limelight. Like You would think they would want to start earlier. I think yeah, the MLS sure. is starting really early too. I think they start the midweek of July, which you know MLS is the fifth and least popular sport in America, but they're getting a little boy or steam. I'm pretty pumped it's coming back. Um, it's just going to be exciting to see that um, you know the players back, the coaches back, um, everyone back in their ballparks. Hopefully, that, that's how they're doing it, right? There's no like hub city yeah. type thing. Like ever, they're just gonna play at the regular stadiums, right? Um, I mean, I don't watch baseball like I do football or hockey, or but uh, it, it is nice to see that we do have one of the major sports coming back. Are they? Are they gonna? Are they? I'm assuming they're doing no uh, no fans allowed. Yeah, probably now. No doubt about it. About I think the, the Giants. I don't. I don't know about the NBA, but I saw the Giants 
were going to get their season ticket holders, they were going to cut like a cardboard picture of them out and then put them on the lower field in the <laughs> seats, which is a cool idea. That's pretty awesome. So yeah, I'm assuming they're gonna play. Like they're gonna play fake crowd noise on the TV when these games are televised. I don't. I don't know about baseball. That one I haven't heard of. You hear that with other sports, but I don't know about uh, MLB if that's their idea. Maybe we'll just see how the first couple games go, and then if it's a really boring like telecast, and maybe they'll pump in crowd noise. I mean, yeah, if there's no crowd there, you're just going to make baseball even more boring. <laughs> yeah. So Which, to be, honest, yeah. to be honest, I watched like a couple English Premier League soccer games and they did the same thing in pumping crowd noise. And most of the time for the cameras, it's on the field. So you don't even see the crowd. And I didn't re- it didn't really bother me at all. It's like it never triggered my mind that there were no fans there. So it was like nice and subtle. I'm just very curious on how these athletes are going to come back. I just don't see them coming back at 100% effort. I mean, you're out of it for so long. You do get back into training camps and whatnot. You get your body right. You get your mind right. But you still know, like, these fan, like these players and these teams, they play for their hometown. They play for their fans. A lot of the teams, a lot of the players will say, I just want to thank my fans, blah, blah, blah. Not, not all of them will say this, but – a lot of the athletes that even I dealt with in Oregon would say the same stuff as far as like, man, no fans, like it's going to be boring. And, you know, I'm sure everyone's saying that. So I wonder if the energy is going to be there or not. I'm sure it will because they'll get outside noise. I'm sure everyone will be chirping at them still. But maybe it brings a different energy to the game. You never know. More yeah. concentration, maybe more like smart plays instead of um, – you know, people being all jacked up and nervous, playing in front of crowds. Who knows? Yeah, but what do you think about 60 games? What do you think about 60 games compared to 162, though? It's going to change the way teams play. Are you favoring certain teams over others? I that's mean, a sh- super short season. <laughs> yeah, that's 60 a, games that's, isn't... That's a know. third. That's 100 yeah, games less. Yeah, literally. It's, they got to keep their foot on the accelerator. All, I mean, all 60 games. You'll see a lot of teams start out slow in the beginning of the baseball season. Or they'll, start out, they'll start out really hot. And then things will they'll, they'll flip the switch halfway through the season. Teams will slow down. Teams will speed up. They're going to have to keep it one speed all season. Yeah, Brandon, you're definitely right about that. There's no room for error this time. So if you lose one game, it's a big deal at this every point. Game, yeah, every game is going to be critical. Yeah. So I like that about baseball though, because that was missing about baseball and we were always complaining there's so many games. There's so mm-hmm. many games. Why is there so many games? To where I now think, I think it's like it brings intrigue to like every game really matters, and that's what baseball was kind of striving for. And that's what yeah. the NBA needed too for their regular season. Right. Yeah, I think I think uh I think this will be good, honestly. I think it'll really I I'm hoping that um, it engages the players a little bit more and makes them a little bit more competitive. Not like they're not, but you guys have seen games before where, where teams will lose and they're just like, oh, whatever. Like, we'll just come back tomorrow and we'll play. Yeah, every baseball game for the past 100 years. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So it would be nice to see, um, you know, just more competition, more energy, 
even without the fans. They're going to have to get into their own minds and they're going to have to step up and, and make the most of what they have. You, I just hope that regular baseball fans don't bash it and be like, oh, well, this season, it's just 60 games. Who cares? Like, MLB needs yeah. some juice, and yeah. I think this is the perfect juice for them. This will get more fans on board to watch every single game. They'll get more ratings for every single game. Now, granted, will they be better than the NBA and the NHL when the playoffs come around? Probably not, but still, the baseball fans will be – attracted to every single game because it could mean a lot down the line. You could have like five teams tied and then you have a bunch of tiebreakers. Well, I mean, I, I think it'll be better, but 60 games, every game is going to be critical. I think people need to look at it like that. Not, not the other way around. I mean, they shouldn't bash them for a shorter season. I think that will the stats be critical. skewed. Of course. Yeah. There's going to be a couple guys that hit like 400. Of course. Well, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? It's a short season. Um, if I'm in the MLB, if I'm a manager or athlete, I'm not going to this year be concerned about stats. I'm going to be concerned about winning a, a, um, a World Series. I mean, dude, think about how much it's making it more competitive, but at the same time, it's making it easier, if that makes sense, because – you're going from 160 games or whatever it is to 62 games now, right? What What is it? What did you say? 60 games or 62? 60 games. Well, 60. I think it makes a job harder on the manager because every single decision that he makes when it comes to pitching is going to really matter. Right. So I think this is maybe a little bit more of uh, luck this year in a sense where, you know, you can win by one run here and there and, you're just going to have to have really good pitching and just going to have to be on top of it. But think about that. 60 games, these pitchers are going to be so well-rested. They're playing literally a third of the season. So I may say whoever has the best bullpen may, may be able to have the best chance at the World Series this year especially. And we know how important a uh, strong bullpen is. But, I mean, in a situation Even starting like this, pitching this year too. Even stronger. Yeah. Like. Think about it. The Yankees are going to be like heavily favored. They got a strong starting rotation now with Garrett Cole. You got the Nationals. You got the, the Dodgers. I mean, some of these managers are probably going to play their starting pitchers a whole game because their starting pitchers are probably only going to play about like four or five games this year based on the rotations. So they're going to be more well rested if they get into the postseason. And that makes it for a pitcher can actually last a whole entire game if he doesn't need to go to the bullpen. Do we know anything about how they're going to structure the season? Because 62 games, they play like literally a game a day. It's going to, the season's going to be like three months. Well, I think they're ending the season around November, like the beginning of November. That, okay. I think that's still the goal, but Our, um, oh, it's going to be more regional season. matchups. Yeah. I think it's going to gotcha. be more regional nap to where so say the Yankees, They'll have to play all their divisional opponents, and then teams that are around, like the Mets, like the uh, the Pirates, Phillies, uh, Nationals, like so more what, regional teams. So what the MLB is really just trying to do is just trying to bring the sport back at all costs. They don't really yeah. care about this whole – yeah, I got you. And I'm sure when they went over the health and safety protocols, they went over testing pretty much every – day um 
mask requirements, whether it's on the field or off the field. I mean, we'll see how it goes with the health and safety protocols, but at least it's uh, approved and the players liked it as much. So we're getting baseball now. You guys got any favorites you like? We're all on the Yanks train. Yankees all the way. I'm always on the Yanks train. Yankees Um, all the way. Maybe this helps them from not collapsing in the postseason. Yeah, right. Yeah, or like the amount of guys. Yeah, (laughs) half the half the team is hurt like every single year, and then we can't keep Stanton healthy, and we can't keep uh, Judge healthy. I mean, we had three injuries in spring training before. In February and March or whatever it was, dude. That like that is a red flag. What what is going on there? These guys should not, for especially for baseball. Okay, you're a high high torque athlete, like lots of power, lots of hitting, but you're not putting constant wear and tear on your body like you are in football or hockey, where you have to constantly, or even basketball, when you're running up and down the court constantly jumping. So I, I'm like concerned as why these guys are getting so hurt. Poor training, poor coat, poor management. I mean, goes back to the training and the and the healthcare of these players and, and the performance crazy. enhancing drugs. No, they don't need <laughs> You know, every freaking fan base out there is like, well, they're getting hurt because they put steroids in. You know, you know that what I, stabilizer is not working. You know what you'd like to hear if you heard a NASCAR driver took steroids and kept winning races. <laughs> Like got oh, put like, that foot pedal <laughs> down to the gave, floor. Gave him gave him better uh, mental uh, capacity to focus on the race. Can you imagine seeing that? Like Kevin Harvey test positive for like PDs. <laughs> what do they do? They even have a oh performance enhancing test. What do they even have a performance enhancing test or a drug test of any kind in NASCAR? Yeah. I don't. Why would you? You're sitting in the car. I don't think. I don't think so. Now, look, those guys. They do have to train. Don't get me wrong. They definitely do. They definitely take care of their bodies. But it's a lot of G force. It's just a lot mentally, and dude, they're sweating like crazy underneath those suits for hours, going to 200 miles per hour. But um, yeah, that that would just be so funny. I mean, they can't take cocaine because then that's only like 15 minutes where you're wired in. Steroids. I don't. I don't know. Maybe to strengthen the wheel a bit. I mean, yeah. that's more of a car. It's more of a car thing, though. Like, you know, this guy. When it comes to making the car, like the spoilers too big or too small, or yeah. like the gas tanks a little big. It's more on the car than like the athlete. Right. <laughs> the favorites to win the World Series right now: the Dodgers are at plus three fifty. The Yankees are at plus four hundred. Astros are at plus 800. Who's the first Astros to get beaned? Are we going to see a lot of beaning on the Astros players still? Uh, I, don't, I don't know. It's a short season, so guys might want to play the whole season and not get suspended. But that's true. Know. Yeah, that's a good question. That really is a 50-50. I'm not going to pick either or. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe just like the first pitch of the game. So whoever's like first on the lineup is going to get freaking bombed. Yeah, I mean, if you guys manager doesn't care for much, is going to be first in the lineup for the first game. Yeah, if you guys are MLB players, you know this is your job, this is your career. You guys can lose your job over over something so stupid. But um, I mean, how would you guys feel if you know even after all this, you still went back to the game and 
you you know you're playing the Astros and you're like these guys they literally cheated their way to a World Series. I think so I would just do the first feel- pitch, just be like, all right, here here's all right, fuck you, bam, all right, let's play now. <laughs> <laughs> like seriously, that's probably how it's gonna go. The first pitch, just get it out of the way. Just get it done. Like, let's get this done. Yeah. All right. Where, like, are you, uh, where are you aiming the pitch, though? Where, where are you aiming the pitch? You got to aim it the at the shoulder. You can't aim it at the head because yeah, you'll you get suspended for like 25 games. No, nah, that, that's <laughs> just beyond there. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't do That's like a, low, a real low blow. Not low, you low are, blow, but. I'd, I'd probably aim for the groin. That's hard because you're. <laughs> like, Dude, you would you have to go for the hip. You have to throw. You have to throw a curveball and make him think. You have to curve the hell out of that damn thing. You got to put a lot of spit on the ball. I think. I I think pitchers are practicing that. (laughs) That's like a wiffle ball pitch. (laughs) This guy would be a lefty trying to hit hit a other uh, a lefty in the back, like right in the back. That would be a nasty curveball. Maybe maybe a knuckleball will get him. I don't know. You know. You know those pitchers that throw where their hand almost hits the ground when they throw? When oh, the sidearm? Randy Johnson? Yeah, one of those Randy, guys do it. Randy Johnson? <laughs> I love that. Just be like, hey, ump, I'm going to pitch like five feet out to the left. All right, just give me a little bit. <laughs> nah, that first guy's going to get wailed so many times. I would put like the most, assign the most stacked guy that's able to take a beating like that. Just put him first. Get like Billy Madison style. Just get him out of the way. Who was first in line? Bregman? Nah, he's fourth. I think he's clean up. They might just wait till L2 Bay comes up to the plate. Yeah, probably. Because he's one of the big ones. Or Carlos yeah, Correa. One of the best players. He's got a small body, though, so you got to be precise with your pitch. <laughs> Because, like, on a regular per- – what is he, like, five, six? So, like, if you were, like, pitching, like, a shoulder regularly, you got to aim lower. Otherwise, you do hit him in the head. I'm getting too technical here. I'm sure they can figure it out, but – Yeah, we don't want to get into statistics here. <laughs> but, no, honestly, do you think the Astros, like, this benefits them? Takes a little juice off of them to where their heads are in the right place? To where they could make a run, uh... possibly? I don't really think it benefits them. I mean, they're they're a talented team, and they, I don't. I, I'm not giving them or taking away anything for, from them this season. I mean, they have just as much of a chance as the Dodgers and the Yankees and everybody else that was in the playoff running last year. Yeah, I think it's a it'll be a level playing field too. It could just be this year anybody's game, especially. I believe that they're really. The MLB is really hitting a reset button this year, especially with with the virus and with the whole players' agreement to get you know their money and to start the league back up. I think everyone's just going to hopefully be just grateful to come back, and I think I think it's going to be pretty uh, pretty level playing field. Yeah, besides Baltimore and Detroit, those teams are trash, like complete well, trash. Yeah. There's no yeah, way I'm, those teams. Win. I'm talking about the competitors. Throw the Pirates in there too. Throw the Pirates in there. They're Pirates. The Tigers and the Orioles are going to be dog shit. Oh, how can I forget the Marlins too? See, there's so many dog shit teams in the MLB. The Marlins, man, they're struggling. This will benefit them because they're used to playing with no crowd down in that freaking dome or whatever it is. The fish yeah. tank. The Pirates. 
the uh, Nationals are favorite. The like the seven heavy favorite team at two thousand to one to win, or not two thousand to one, twenty to one. That's so. right. I forgot about them. I mean, who really knows? I think it's going to come down to who really has the best start, uh, pitchers, starting pitching and bullpen, which benefits like the heavy favorite teams, like yep. the Yankees and the Dodgers. Yeah, like Astros still got pitching. Yeah, I think it comes comes down to pitching this year. Like I said, sixty games is way too short. The Mets too. The Mets got a stacked uh, starting rotation. Syndergaard, Degrom. They could make a run. Pete Alonso still swinging the bat. Man, whenever you say the Mets, I just never think playoffs. <laughs> it's so hard to think playoffs when you say Mets. When I say Mets, Unless, I automatically think of like the baseball version of the Jets. Yeah, I get you. They, but they, but they were they just had, in the World Series. Yeah, they had a good run against the Royals, right? Like 2000, what, 16 or 17, whatever it was. It was the year before the Cubs. So I remember that. That was crazy when the Cubs won. 15? It was either 15 or 16. I think it was 15. It had to be 15. Because 17, 17 was the Astros year. Yeah, it was 15 because the Cubs won 16. I mean, hey, man, they they got some good players. Maybe it takes a run. I have no idea. They need to sign up. What's his name? The old, like, Bartolo Colon. He needs to come back. Yes. That man was a legend. But... We got baseball coming back, NBA coming back. NBA released their schedule. Nothing really important. It's just um, I think the Lakers and the Clippers are going to kick off this uh, this new season, and then we're going to have that little eight team for the eight seed, like the eight team playoff or whatever they're going to do. I'm still confused how they're going to orchestrate that whole entire thing down there. A couple of players have backed out of it. I think. Uh, Trevor Reza backed up because he wanted to see his kid who had a sickle cell disease or something once a month. So no NBA news, really, besides that. everyone ESPN's blowing up. Oh, the schedule's out. Who, ca- uh, who cares? It's just a schedule. Oh, that's all I have to talk about. Yeah, and just blow Yo. off hockey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So hold on, boys. Don't get me started here, right? I've been fishing with this poll for a long time, and now all of a sudden, Sports Center is going to start posting fishing videos left and right here. Is anybody else noticing this? Yeah. How come fishing now is making Sports Center? What is so great? And like, look, active fisherman here. All right, but what is so great about this guy casting his lure like ten yards out, catching a fish? Like, yeah, that's fishing, dude. What is so crazy about that? I think it's because they were on the Michael Jordan thing because Michael Jordan just caught a 400-pound marlin. They were like, oh, fishing yeah, now cool. we got cool. Now we got to post fishing videos left and right here, and, and then there's no hockey. And, like, look, just, just level the playing field here. You post football. You post baseball. You post basketball. You post soccer. You post all that. Golf. Not even They don't even do a lot of golf. But what are they going to do next now that they have fishing? They're going to do hunting. Are they going to post hunting on sports? Can you That's imagine? like a sport, right? <laughs> They don't post hunting. Cornhole is a sport, apparently. Did you guys know cornhole is a sport? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, the cornhole mm-hmm. videos have been awesome that they've been tweeting. <coughs> like some dude, 
getting all four in on like a moving truck. Like that's awesome. That's skill, man. I did but, see that. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, sports center is going to be like, check out this hunter nailing the elk with the two seventy yeah. up in a tree, forty five <laughs> yards away with a bow. They're going to start doing them. stupid. Yeah, whatever. Good good for them to post fishing videos. I mean, I have no problem with it, but, like, where were you this whole time? Yeah. They posted, I, I want to say it was, like, four or five fishing videos in a matter of three days. I've never seen them even post one. Yeah, pretty much. Seriously. They don't even broadcast fishing anymore. No. They, they, they used to. The yeah, bass, they used to all the time, Saturday mornings. Yeah, yeah Saturday morning, Bassmasters. Yeah, uh, in the lakes and shit on their on their fishing boats, and they would do it. Yeah, every Saturday morning it was, and I don't think it's ESPN though. I think it was like ESPN, it was ESPN two. Oh, ESPN two or ESPN like three sixty plus or whatever it was, or it was just a different channel. No, I, I remember. I remember like back in like two thousands, you would have ESPN two bass fishing, and then you have like College Game Day on ESPN. Okay. Yeah, College Game Day is awesome. Good for ESPN for that. Oh, Vince Carter retired. That's another one. He said, I'm officially done. So, had a hell of a, a career. Good time to retire. Yeah. Even though he kind of finished out, like, as a traveling man, but. How long was he in the NBA for? I feel like he was in the NBA since, like, 2000. Yeah, he's been in the NBA for a long time. That uh, is incredible. What was it? he still has the best dunk contest ever? Been sad. I think I think ninety nine. Nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, I think so. He was he was like along with uh, Dirk Nowitzki. Wow, that's that's so much on their legs. Twenty one years for that man in the NBA. That's so twenty. So, so like ninety eight then. All with like the Raptors at first too. So yeah, 1998 first pick, or not first round fifth pick. He he had an awesome. Didn't he dunk over someone in the Olympics too? That was awesome. It's one of the best dunks I've seen too. It was like dudes was like seven two. I don't remember. Oh, I gotta show you. It's one of the greatest dunks. But yeah, good for him. I mean. Pretty much all the NBA All-Stars from the 2001 game are now officially retired. He was the last one. But playing in that league for 21 years, it is pretty nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah I'm, your body takes a beating. I'm thinking about just the whole constantly jumping on the Achilles and the calves, just jumping, jumping, Well, jumping. He, had, he had those Nike shocks. He had those Nike shocks. <laughs> That's so much on the legs, but that's crazy that he uh, he did all right. That he he lasted this long. He looks the same too ever since he started out. Mm. He never aged really. Just put a headband on. That was pretty much it. Other than that, we had the NHL draft lottery, the first phase of it, where they assigned the top three picks via lottery mode. And the Red Wings were the worst team in the league. Didn't even get into the top three. So the first pick. Belongs to a team yet to be determined. It's uh, after the play-in round, those eight teams, they're going to be in the lottery to get this first pick. And then the second pick belongs to the LA Kings. Kings. 
and then the Ottawa Senators have the third pick and the fifth pick, and then Detroit picks at four. So very uh, chaotic in the NHL draft lottery to where a team that could possibly be fighting for an NHL playoff spot gets the first pick instead. Wait, so what is the deal with that, with the first pick? How does that work? Like, no one uh, understand. I had never seen that before. So the eight, there's no one. The eight teams that lose in that first playoff round, there's like a phase two to where they're going to get assigned like a spot, like team A, team B, team C, team E, so on and so forth, to where the NHL lottery last night, team E, ended up getting the first pick. So whoever gets that team E slot is going to get the first overall pick. And there's tons of undetermined qualifiers in, in this draft lottery here. Number nine through 15 is the undetermined. Yeah, that's the spots. Right. And the first overall pick. Well, dude, the Red Wings. Whew. They're going to they be need, rebuilding for like five years now. <laughs> this team needs all the help they can get. These guys came and play a hockey game, and it's literally sad because they've been one of the most dominant teams of the past 20 years or 10, 20 years in the NHL when they had Nick, Nicholas Lindstrom and Pavel Daksuk and Hendrik Zetterberg, Chris Steve Ogden, Eiserman. Steve Eiserman. Dude, you, Mike Babcock as a coach, you can thank him for all the times they went to the Stanley Cup. And it's just – it's just so crazy to see that once the coach leaves, and just not saying this all on coach, but once a coach leaves and once certain guys leave, like Datsuk when he went to back to Russia or whatever, the team yeah. just fell apart. Like just like so bad, man. So bad. And I remember this team when they were playing the, the Penguins in 09, I think it was. It's like they felt like the New England well, Patriots of hockey. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much the best way to explain them. They're just such a well-rounded, strong team, strong mentally, really strong mentally, knew where to be, when to be, played great hockey, played solid hockey from the first period all the way to the third. And then now, you know, they're not even in the, nowhere near the top 20 slot. This is why you have a lottery, though, so that way you don't have a bunch of tanking teams to get in uh, the number one overall picks. Right. There's a, there's a possibility to where the Rangers could – Win the Stanley the Cup and the get ranges. the first overall picks. The, the Rangers. Rangers. Because they the own Carolina's ranges. pick. They own Carolina's pick, and they play them in the first round, like in that qualifying round. So if they knock them off, Carolina's in that little lottery thing, and then New York Rangers are in the Stanley Cup playoffs and could win the whole thing and still get the number one overall pick. Mm. It's crazy to see, too. And then also the NHL Seattle. I know I sent you guys this. Jeff Bezos purchased that arena that they're building up there, naming it the Climate Change Building. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Oh, the Climate Pledge Arena. <laughs> I can't believe this guy bought a hockey rink. What does this guy know about ice hockey? Doesn't matter. It, Advertising. It doesn't matter. He's rich. It doesn't matter, but it shouldn't matter. It shouldn't matter. Like, I'm going to take that back. It shouldn't matter a little bit. That's well, like, he's from like Seattle, me. right? I think the headquarters of is in Washington, yeah. So it kind of makes sense. Maybe they'll get the Supersonics back there. I just hate that name, the Climate Change Arena. <laughs> like, come on, dude. 
couldn't think of anything better for like a sports city like Seattle. It looks sick though. Wow. The arena images like the and green. stuff. It looks great. It's like the Seahawks. Well, they have to go green. Are they going to name they the like, Kraken? They should. That would be pretty sick, actually. I think well, if it. they're going to be the climate change arena, it should be the, uh, the Seattle Icebergs or something. <laughs> climate polar ice, pledge polar arena. Ice, polar ice caps, Seattle polar ice caps. I mean, that goes along with climate change and all that stuff. Dude, you, you <laughs> The tree huggers. You can't lie, though. <laughs> The NHL does a great job with bringing new teams and stadiums into the league. Like, look at Vegas. Seattle looks just as sick, honestly. I mean, the NBA struggled with the Pelicans thing. Well, New oh. Orleans was down there for a little bit. Like, the didn't they have the Hornets down there? Yeah, they had the Hornets down there for a little bit. But, I mean, the NFL, oh, you're not really going to. Big surprise. Yeah, the Pelicans. What a terrible team name. <laughs> Yeah, they need to bring back the uh, Seattle SuperSonics. They really do. They really that do. Was, that was my fa- I didn't. I was a Sixers fan, but I love the SuperSonics for their name and their uniforms and their colors. That green and yellow. I mean, like that. Imagine That's if so uh, they stayed out there. They would have had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and uh, James Harden all on the same team in Seattle up in the Northwest. That would have been insane. Who me? Both you guys. No, these knees. Uh, no way. <laughs> that boy beat. That boy is shot. <laughs> I gotta get. I gotta get my shot back. Dude, get those hops back. Seriously, do some polyometric training with me. I got do you, some boy. yoga. Do some. Do some yoga. Make sure you. Do any of us have stretch. higher than a twelve-inch uh, vertical now? Yeah, I mean, my vertical is pretty beat. Twenty-one. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. Which is like, isn't that good, but let's go. Did you test yourself out in Oregon or something? No, I did it at Joe's gym. I got, Joe's. I was like 20, 20, and then 21.5 or something. Oh, you had an Achilles to... injury, so. Dude, yeah, my vertical is just gone. Like, I can't even single leg calf raise on this leg anymore. The muscle is just gone. Like, I try to grow yeah. it back by training, and I just, it's just not there. Dude, my, my leg vertical. is starting hurting. Brandon, you probably can test like a uh, 25-inch. Well, yeah, because I have long arms. <laughs> no, the arms don't matter. They no, yeah. measure like your all hops. reach already. It's but all his hops. His uh, counter movement will be good because he'll have more swing. Yeah, I want to test that, and I want to do my 40 time again. He'll be able to wrap up in the open field. <laughs> I wonder what your guys' broad jumps are. Like for hockey, broad jump is like the way to go. So like vertical, not as much. It measures Fast explosiveness. What's that? It measures explosiveness. The broad yeah, but jump. I wonder. I wonder what what broad jump would be. I think my last broad jump it wasn't that good. I think I was almost at like ninety ish, eighty eight, ninety. But the guys I, in the NHL, I think, are doing like one twelve. I had a pretty good broad jump. I think I was around like. Nine feet. So twelve times nine is what is twelve times nine? One oh eight? Hundred eight. Twelve times nine? Is that yeah. hundred eight inches? Yeah, hundred and eight. Oh yeah, you had a hundred and eight there, bud. I mean, dude, when you're a linebacker, right. you're doing pretty much freaking power cleans all damn day. Yeah, explosiveness. So I I don't know. I don't know what well, my forty. Everybody time is. should be doing power cleans. 
I hope I, your receivers and all those guys and special teams was even doing power cleans. Oh yeah, every everyone was, no doubt about it. Everyone was. It's just linebackers. We had to put up that weight, you know. Because we had to really be up with like linebackers. Gears. What up? Hated, hated power cleans. Hated them. So good for you though, man. Full body movement. No, I'm not talking. I'm not talking just hand cleans. I'm talking power cleans where you're pressing. Like yeah, no, that's not. Still hated them. Like push and jerk or push press. No, like you do you do the movement of a clean and then you have to do that press afterwards. That's a power clean. A power clean is when you bring it from the ground and then you catch it like quarter squat. A clean is where you bring it up. That's a hang clean though. Hang cleans from the knee. Hence hang. You're talking about maybe split and jerk or push press. Like you clean it and then you press it overhead. Yeah. I don't know. Clean and press, then you would just call it. What about? I always call it power clean. What about when you clean it, you squat to the ground, and then you uh, stand up and push it over your head? So a clean is where you, you deadlift, you catch it, and then you squat down, and then you press it. It's called a, it's like a split and jerk almost. But I don't know what they use. Like, I don't know they the use terminology. Different, they use different names. So. The difference between a clean and a power clean, a clean is just you squat down. A power clean is just you deadlift it, and then you catch it in a quarter squat, pretty much. A hang power clean is where you ha- have it from your knees, and then you shrug it up, and you catch it in quarter squat. Hang cleans or, stink, too. I hate hang, hang cleans. Anything cleaning sucks because you have to catch it, and then you have to squat down, like front squat it. Dude, I can't get. I can never get the good grip on the bar. I could never get a solid grip on the bar. It always falls out for cleaning. For like any kind of cleaning, yeah. Really? If you're going heavy weight, like three fifteen, dude. Oh, dude, no one. We had like a couple kids at Oregon. I actually had a freshman do three fifteen clean. Hey, this is a big dude. But there's no way anybody at Bloom should be doing three fifteen clean unless he was like an. Oh, you'd be shocked, dude. Get D two athlete stud D two athletes, man. I know one of our linebackers, good athletes, but three fifteen yeah. cleaning. A bunch of a bunch of linemen, yeah, a bunch of linemen got three fifteen cleaning. They're definitely um, not doing it more than one rep. For three, yeah, I'm dead serious. All right, tell me this kid's name. We need to test for PEDs. <laughs> Travis Crawl. He he was a solid. Uh, I'm not going to say I don't believe it because, I mean, I didn't see it, but I, I know I see. I saw it from my own eyes. It's in the weight room. You're going to you're gonna, you're gonna uh, question my word on it? I'm not going to lie about that. I'm not questioning you. I'm Video saying, I don't believe it. Video Dude, I tried. I've seen what I've seen, and that's crazy. Dude, 285 sucks for power cleaning. When you get up to, like, that extra 25 on the bar. Yeah, I mean, I could do like four fifty five, but I'm not gonna you know, ride that horse tonight. So. Boy, come on, you two dollar <laughs> bills are nothing. Yeah, four fifty five, kind of like we know. had some powerful guys on our team. We really did, because I mean, we were I formation run the ball like those fullbacks that we had, Kraken, and um, what's his nut? Uh, what is his name? I always forget his name. They're beefy. Dude, they needed to. Wade, Wade Strong was another solid fullback that could lift a lot of weight. Um, Jack. Jack was another good one. But, yeah, Jack you'd be shocked. Dude, D2 gets a bad rep because – Dude, no. The, 
the difference between D2 and D1 is D1 is just usually you're just bigger. That's really it. You're a bigger yeah, athlete. Nice. And also you recover quicker. Uh, but like Division Two athletes are just as good talently. Like, or they're D one. They just don't want to like had problems. They come down to D two. Yeah, or they just don't want to commit to a really competitive. Uh, like they want to play competitively, but they don't want to commit to the D one commitment. D because D one commitment is like your life. D two, you have a little bit more balance. Yeah. So, That's what I liked about D2, man. I'm not going to stress about it. Dude, it was D2 awesome. is good. Don't have no shame in playing in D2, man. If I oh, hell, hockey, hell to the no. I would have loved to play, play in front of 50,000 crowd, though. That would be awesome. But yeah, I would love to play, and I would love to play like D1 Ohio State or like Notre Dame hockey, but I'd rather play D3 and have a balance in life. Because what are your chances of going pro, honestly? Like 0.001? We had three guys go pro. From like my whole entire time there at Bloom, which is pretty pretty cool. Still, that's, that's pretty good coming from yeah. Bloom. Yeah, Bloom has dude. I've seen Bloom. Bloom is probably one of the best D two schools for, for football. I've seen Jari Evans just got nominated. In, Jari Evans just got into the Ring of Honor for the New Orleans Saints. So when we get off this call, uh, you know, if you're a big uh, you played football at Bloom. Can we get some autographs? Should we do <laughs> autograph signing for our fans here, bud? How about it? We were pretty much Blue Mountain State with like a little <laughs> bit more competitiveness. That's pretty would, much it, to be honest. I would, I would come up to your house and be like, dude, this guy plays football. He's chugging Natty Daddy right now. <laughs> like, is this how he gets game ready? Not before the night, though. Not before like the games. Like if you were playing a lot of time, then like you would take Friday off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thursday was the drinking night. Like Thursday, everyone went out. So you kept you you kept it classy, classy man. I'm very classy, especially my man. senior year, because like I was hurt. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna go out every single freaking night because I'm not doing anything besides rehabbing. Classy man. I was all on that all wings and uh, beer diet. I had a little gut, and I was like, all right, I need a gut wrench time. D2 lifestyle is the greatest, though. I'm telling you. Come to Bloom, guys. If you're listening and you're a high school senior, depending on where to go, go to Bloom. Do you see Mike – speaking of working out, you see Mike Tyson's new workout video? Yeah. Oh, dude, that guy's going to knock somebody. He's going to go right to the pros again. He's, he's got, got a, a body of like – He's got a body of a 25-year-old, like neuro, neurologically, just the, how fast he is. I don't, He's been through so much too, which is insane. Yeah, I don't, I don't get him at all. He, he's one of the greatest too. He's got to be. I mean, just to be able to move like that at that age. Brandon, have you checked out Mike Tyson? We're still getting you in the ring with him. We're gonna figure that out somehow. We're gonna sponsor yeah. that match. Yeah, I mean, shit. I'll, I'll pay me whatever kind of money I'll get in the ring. <laughs> couple million, couple million to get knocked knocked around by Mike Tyson. I'll take it. <laughs> Guy comes out standing in the left corner at six foot, two hundred pounds. Guy puts. You would probably have up. to put on more weight though, because he, he's a heavyweight. Goes against Mike Tyson, gets knocked out first, first second. Yeah, I'd probably need to put on a, a solid thirty pounds of muscle. Easily. You gotta qualify for the heavyweights. He's got a Mike Tyson's probably like two fifty five. Nah, not really. Dude, Probably two forty. He is bulky. I'm yeah. two. I'm two twelve right now. So 
Wes, how much you weigh right now? I think I I'm don't like even two know, man. Two. I haven't been working out lately. I've just been running once a week. I've been, yeah, I picked it up this week, but I've really just. I finally got my running. resistance bands. It took two months for them to ship. They finally came in the other day. There you did go. They, did they come from China? I have no idea. <laughs> you got to disinfect them. Whatever. If I get it, I get it. <laughs> nah, but um, the part that I like about those Mike Tyson videos is like they leave the sound on so you hear like the velocity of the punch. Yeah. Like, dude, yeah. his trainer Power. must be like sore the whole time because it sounds like he hasn't taken a beat off and like those are some hard, solid punches. 5'10", 240. You're right. 240 pounds. I thought he was a yeah, little Yeah, I was about taller. to say. He's like my height with like 30 extra pounds. Yeah. Uh, how much uh, percentage of body fat do you think he is? Probably like... Because he was getting out. chunky like two years ago. He was like on the chunky side of things. I, mean, I didn't gut. really see too much of the picture. Maybe 14%. It, was, it came out that Tyreek Hill had like 1% body fat. I was like, all right, hold the fuck nah. on. No, no. <laughs> Hold on. Even the skinny ass dudes are still like eight percent, six, six, seven, eight. They got they gotta get like five percent at least. It's not mm-hmm. even I don't even think it's actually possible to have two percent because dude, you gotta think like to have zero fat on your body. Well, he's a even, cheetah. Even when you're ripped, even when you're completely ripped, you still have a little bit of fat underneath that skin. Yeah, you have to. The I mean, enzymes. Unless you're unless you're you and you're just completely shredded, you know it's tough. <laughs> like I'll, I'll never get to that point. I mean, dude, it's like this guy probably runs like a four one five though. So you're <laughs> like, all right, maybe he is like one percent. Yeah, he's so quick, Tyreek Hill. I wonder if you ever made it onto the um, track and field team. I think he was wanting to try out for the Olympics this year. For like uh, the hundred yard dash, it is wide open since Usain Bolt is done. You want to find a good, uh, good wide receiver, find a track star first, and then just work on his hands and technique. That's pretty much how all high school athletes are now. It's like the football guys, your that's skill the, guys, that's are all secret. track guys. That's a true secret. I'm serious. That's a true secret. You want yeah. a good receiving group? Find a bunch of track stars, like tall track stars, and then just work on their hands. Because they're already running. having, cre- yeah, route running and technique. Because they already have the incredible, um, gift of uh, their stride, of just run and being able to run. Well, it's all about speed now in the NFL, man. You even see those defensive guys, linebackers. All they're, they're running, even, just, yeah, they're running like receivers. Just hockey too. Like everything is speed now. Every single thing is speed. I don't think in hockey you need track and field, honestly. <laughs> No, no, I'm just talking about speed though, of the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No doubt about it. I think I think like if you take track and field as like a sprinter, you'd learn how to sprint. So like your go routes are a lot better with like your strides mm-hmm. and everything. You explode off the line. What what uh NFL coaches should invest in or NFL organizations should, should invest in is literally uh track uh track coaches because even here at Oregon, the old strength coach is now was always a track coach. He was strength conditioning coach, and now he went back to track. And 
he's like a huge ball of knowledge. And he coached some of the guys and Oregon was some of the fastest, um, fastest players in the, in the, uh, in all of college football. I think they clocked right. over. I don't know how many, there was multiple guys running over 20 miles per hour. I mean, that's the school that produced DeAnthony Thomas, which like, if, I don't know if you remember him, but like he was literally a speed demon. He was like second in the Heisman behind Cam Newton one year. And and you can find the stuff on YouTube. His name is Jim Radcliffe, but he was doing like just this crazy stuff that like hanging from a like a it was like one of those things that on a wall you just like a yoga bar was hold onto the yoga bar and then you go into a Superman position like somebody grabs your legs and like pulls on you and swings on you up and down. It's like weird stuff, but like it seems to work. I don't know. I don't know much about it at all. I just I've seen this on YouTube. So you're training your twitch muscles in there. We had my senior year of high school. We had like a track coach be one of the assistant coaches. Like he he came in from another school. He actually graduated from Bowling Green. And Bowling Green um, is not a bad school. Urban Meyer even coached at Bowling Green. Yeah, they Mac baby Mac. But um. Yeah, he came in and like we were doing these like speed drills and it was like uh once a week we would have like a speed day. And we didn't do weight room stuff, we didn't do like uh conditioning or anything like that. It was just like speed like twitch muscles and stuff. So sounds like he knows what he's doing for sure. Like we would sit on the ground and just like do the arms like go mm-hmm. right up and just learn how to run and shit. It was it was very beneficial. You uh we, we were a very fast team. What's the what's the word called? Um, not blocking. Uh, oh my god, I can't even think about it. Like when you cut things into section. What is the word? Why can't I think about this? Cut. Gr- oh, groupings. Grouping. Cut. No group. Like you're. Oh, grouping. No. Like grouping. Yeah. No, he sounds like this guy. Whatever he's doing, he sounds like he knows what he's doing. He, well, obviously he did. Like we all tested faster by the end of it. So. Highest 40 I got was a 471 at Bloom. Uh, best 40 ever got was like a 52 <laughs> or like a 5 flat. That's still good, man. <laughs> For your Achilles, that's still a good time. Yeah, dude, I I You're yeah, a hockey yeah. player, so you're not used to it. No, dude, we're not we're speed is our speed is in our skates, but you still got to be dude, like People think, oh, it's different. Like, oh, uh, you don't need to run to be able to be a fast skater. Like, it's very different, your... dude. Yeah, it's very it's different, different. But you got to move your feet fast. Like, you got to do the agility ladder. You got to do speed tra- like speed drills and stuff. You got to be able yeah. to move your hips quick. And you're not going to be able to do that if you're always just constantly skating on. That's the why ice. your legs are tired after a minute, dude. Mm-hmm. You're like dragging ass out there. Brand, what was your highest for your time? I forgot. Did you say? Four nine or four eight? What was it? I think it was I don't four know. two four, oh, right? <laughs> Chris yeah, Johnson. Chris Shit. Johnson. Yeah. Shit, if I was that fast, I'd be in the NFL, whether I could catch the ball or not. I think I timed the boy last time. Remember? Like a year ago or whatever. I thought you were like five flat. No, maybe like four nine. Probably a five flat. A five flat, I think one of those. You're definitely you're faster than me by like I think point two. So I think you're a five flat. I was like a five two. People don't understand how hard the forty actually is. The first like, ten yards is strictly like incline acceleration. Yeah, you gotta be low 
Well, like at a good low. You got to explode out. You want like to cannonball. that acceleration. You want to run faster, squat really, really heavy. Dude, I would have like the perfect get off. I'm always stuck in like first or second gear though. Like I hit my top speed and that's it. <laughs> yeah. So my my so so like um we were playing like a scrimmage or whatever. I intercepted the ball and we're like 60 yards down from the end zone and I'm like sprinting down the sideline and like literally on film it just looks like I'm just in one speed and like <laughs> you just see the wide receiver just catch me and like trip my feet. But did you guys Dude, do yeah. speed training at Bloom? Yeah, we did. We did. I mean, uh, of course we did. I mean, Blue, Bloom wasn't like we didn't get super, super into it, but because we didn't have like the budget to bring on speed guys or like speed coaches or whatever. We had to spread it around. It was mainly just like the core football coaches doing all the work. We didn't really have a strength and conditioning coach like – it was like this one dude who like voluntarily did it for like years and years and years. And then they finally hired one to be like the football guy my last year there. Football is a different breed when it comes to that. It's when it comes to those D2 schools, man, it's all about budget. It's like, what can you afford? Yeah, it sucks. It really sucks. Apparently we can afford a turf field, but we can't afford like, Paying full time coaches, giving them yeah. salaries, new equipment, whatever. Tell me about new it. practice field at least. Tell me about it. Dude, our practice field was shit. Really was. Dude, you were playing in you were playing in like farm you're playing on like a farm whatever. It was like dirt and mud and like yellow grass. Sure you had a cornfield back there with a tractor. It was off. It was off to like the side, so like you would have the soccer field, the football field, all turf, and then there was just like this big pitch of grass. And that's what we would practice on, and like there was like a lower level where the grass was a lot nicer, but there wasn't like a field. There wasn't like a a stand to put the camera on for film, so we had to use like the upper level. How did you tear your ACL again? Was it non-contact or was it contact? It was contact. We played at Cheney, which was like the worst field possible. That field was just dirt, and then like a little patches of grass would be up. And I wore an Under Armour cleat, so this is why I hate Under Armour for it. Well, I wore Nike and I tore my Achilles because like I took a hit from my right side, and like I planted, and like the the wave of momentum went into my knee, and I guess I stepped on like that little like spot of grass that was like popped up on my cleat. Yeah, and I guess it didn't absorb it well, and my, I felt my knee pop. So like, it felt like uh, if you put a curtain down and you like pull it, and then it rings up like and it spins super fast. That's how it felt my knee, and but, like I fell but, right into the ground. But when I mean contact and non-contact, non-contact means that I you- took contact on it. Like I hit somebody and I popped it. So you hit that patch and you hit somebody at the same time. I stepped on the patch and hit someone on the same time. Yeah. Oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. So I could have sued the school, but the school closed. It literally closed. (laughs) They're they're not in business anymore. (laughs) Makes sense. Stupid Cheney. Dude, they got beat 70. What was it? 79 to three that season. Dude, 
That's um that is amazing. D two. D two. The same D two school. They're in the same conference. They got beat seventy nine to three. They were so bad. Like, like literally, it was just business. like you look at the schedule, you're like, when? We got to win all, there. All, all the players show up and they're like, shit, where's the coach at? Oh, he's not here. No one knows where he is. Dude, during our championship years, we literally, like, second string guys started the game and we would score still like 60 <laughs> points. This sounds crazy, but like, it, it really was like an extra bye week, but you still had to prepare and everything just in case, like, they bring, like, a plus plus game in. That's because your mascot was so was so hype that it got everybody going. And versus shout out to Versus, all the support, all the home games he came to. That was definitely a big part of it. The games are fun at Bloom, man. Especially in the fall time when the, like the mountains change because we have the best spot for D two football. We're on yeah, top of the I, Pennsylvania mountains. I went to one. I saw you on the sideline. It was good, dude. You called me on the sideline. Wait a second, Hold Brandon. On a second. You ever heard this, this is story? Really funny. No, dude. So like, go ahead. this was during when I was hurt. I, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> this I have. I had my phone in my pocket. This was like the homecoming game. He's course, on the field, like on the sideline, like cheering on his team because he was hurt. I'm sitting with Ezra. We're we're like coming to um like the offense is on the field and defense coming over. So like I still gotta be paying attention and. Like in case I get asked a question by like someone or whatever, what they're doing and I can tell. <laughs> and like coach Hennicle was like going over the adjustments, like what they're seeing on the field, what we're going to run and shit. And then all of a sudden my phone rings. <laughs> and so like I hear it, but like the marching band was playing. So of course the coach didn't hear it. So I like, I turned off my ringer and <laughs> the meeting gets over or whatever. I go back to Ezra. We're, all us injured guys are kind of like hanging out together and my phone rings again. And I look at it. It's Anthony Fratini. And I look up <laughs> to where they're sitting and they go freaking nuts. They're like, answer your phone. So he like, sees, he sees me with my phone in my hand guys on the sideline, like actively in the huddle on the sideline, like going <laughs> over plays. And like, he sees his phone ring. It's like in the middle of the game right now. Yeah. In the middle in the, of the game. It was like in the, in the middle of the second quarter. Yeah, and then even versus and everyone is like, dude, answer. Like, what do you have to even tell me right now? Dude, you looked at me with like the gesture of like answer your uh pick up, answer your phone. And I'm like, I'm not gonna do that. Like <laughs> I would that be was... like kicked off right there for like the rest of the season. That is some real blue mountain state stuff. <laughs> that was I completely forgot about that. What do you, you think know, I just... had to tell what do you think I had to tell you? They just had a good Literally play Dude, I thought you were going to call me and be like, run the damn ball. Like off of uh... – Like call the plays. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, like Tell your office... coach to run option. His assistant offensive coordinator standing up in the – sitting up in the stands. That was one of our best defensive games and one of our worst offensive games by far. I don't far. remember that. Dude. I just remember – I do actually remember calling you. Dude, that was funny as hell. You guys were all at my dad's tailgate, so I'm like, of course, they're all like got a couple yeah. of dudes in them. Good, good tailgate, honestly. I remember that, like, oh my God. dude, because I, I forgot my phone. phone was in my pocket. I didn't. Answer, I had no idea. Answer your phone in the middle of a competitive game. 
Can you imagine if I did answer though? Like, yeah, you should have answered. You should have been like, "What?" If I had like Bluetooth headphones, and I probably would have. No, it would have been so much better if I actually saw you on your phone. <laughs> I think Versus was actually pissed at you. He was like, he was like screaming from the stands. He was like, "Dude, dude he was yelling like crazy." Yeah, I heard he pro- Steve what what Steve said. Probably not going to repeat it on this oh, though. That yeah, I heard that loud and clear from the sideline though. We probably probably called you to tell you that we were going to get trashed tonight. Dude, that night probably, was awesome, too. We, we probably called you to ask you what kind of beer you wanted. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, we're man. going to the liquor store. What do you guys want? Look, we can't relive it, but we can me- remember, like, be memorized by it, you know? So, oh, we can relive it if we wanted to. It's fun to have the memories. <laughs> I'm still down for a couple of booze. During a game, I probably won't go back to Bloom game for a while though. I don't know. Team's kind of fallen under, but still supporting my guys that are still there. I think all the freshman hey, class that came in that junior year are still there. It's their senior year now. Time's flying, but yeah, dude, I remember that. My God, I can't believe that too. I should have answered. That's one of my regrets in college. I should have answered that phone on the sidelines. <laughs> Be like, hey, what do you want me to what do you want me to tell coach so that way we can pass the ball more? But, that was really funny though, <laughs> to be honest with you. NFL News Hall of Fame game between the Steelers and Cowboys has been canceled. 2020 Hall of Fame class will have their ceremonies next year. Dallas or um, Dallas has signed Dak Prescott to that franchise tag worth thirty one point four million dollars. They're gonna try to work out a deal. They gotta get it done by July fourteenth, though. So good, good for Dak Prescott. July fourteenth. Yeah. If if you're under a franchise tag and you want a long term deal to negotiate another long term deal, you have to negotiate it by July fourteenth. Otherwise, I'll, he just plays on the franchise tag. I'll I'll ask that for my birthday. A franchise tag on on July fourteenth. Yeah, from the <laughs> Dolphins. Yeah. You yeah, gonna do anything for your birthday? Uh, I want to. I really, really do. I'll come down. I'll be back. I'm trying to literally get everyone together. I mean, like everybody. Like and you. When's your birthday? July fourteenth. Son of a bitch. I want to get on, Brandon. all you guys together. The boy Can we just seven, celebrate right? it early? Yeah, no, seven. Seven, that's right. Can we just Correct. celebrate it early? Well, I'm thinking about when are you going back? You're going right after 4th of July? Uh, the 6th, yeah, but my girlfriend's birthday is the 12th. Let's, Let's go down oh, to Miami. Dude, Let's do it. Dude, look, July 4th <laughs> is Saturday. We should do something that weekend. Fuck. Yeah, I'm down for that. Yeah, you're going to be down in Florida. Like, fuck. No, I'm going to be in St. Louis. Oh, St. Louis. July 11th, are you planning anything then? Just do two weekends, two bangers. We could do something that weekend. Yeah. That's that's bangers. the actual – Brandon, here, me and you will do something on July 4th, and then everyone else will come on July, July 11th. Two bangers in a row. Try to get everybody on the 4th, too. Yeah, we could do double. That's a good idea. Well, I don't even think Alex is around. I think he's in Chicago. He's like going all random places for work, I think. For, for work? work? 
Yeah, for work. What the boy has job? Yeah, they like ship him everywhere for like electrical fancy football like, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Other news: uh, Premier League champion, first time in thirty years. Liverpool finally wins the Premier League out in uh, all England across the pond. There, congrats, to Liverpool Nation, or whatever you guys call yourselves. I'm starting to become a Liverpool fan, though. I, I, I'm starting to like English Premier League soccer. I'm getting into it. Um, how about Oscar? Right. Oscar Lindrum made it back on the ice. Woo! How about that? Awesome. Yes. Awesome story there. Yeah. ESPN should do that instead of fishing, to be honest. Guy, guy freaking comes back from cancer treatment, and he gets back on the ice, like, and they don't put that on ESPN. Oh, Sportsnet and TSN, they blast the whole thing out of that. That's why I go to Canada for my hockey. For real. But, um, yeah, I'm so pumped he's back. He's definitely a good piece of Flyers locker room, including Kevin Hayes. Um, so I'm excited for this team this year. I think the Flyers, um, not not this year, but, I mean, the playoffs, I think they're really going to have a good run. They have a really solid team. Depends on who year. they match Just up good, with. Good chemistry. You gotta have a good matchup. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if Carter Hart's gonna be hot enough again. Oh, Carter, he's not Carter playing Hart. in the Wells Fargo. He'll be good, dude. He'll be good. He plays. He's not even playing better. the Wells Fargo Center. He plays better even away. No, he don't. No, no uh, way. Yeah, the stats good. do not prove that at all. He's four and ten on the road. He plays good. He plays good. Trust me. Four and ten is good. <laughs> better than one and one and uh. What four and ten, one and thirteen? That's true. There you go. <laughs> but very um, true. very true. All right, cherry on top. Go ahead. You got a lot of NASCAR news this week. NASCAR's been in the spotlight. So. Yeah. So I'll start with Bubba Wallace whole thing. So NASCAR pretty much came together to support him, being the only um, black NASCAR driver pretty much in NASCAR, right? He's consider- considered the only one, I guess. Right now. Yeah. They've had a few. So, so it's nice to see that everyone is coming together to support him. They pushed this car down the track. And, dude, like, if there's one sport, it was literally last car, NASCAR is the last one that I thought would make such a big deal out of it in a good in a good way for change. And they've really have just come together and they're really supporting one another. And it's awesome to see. So NASCAR is really making changes. Um, and the support is there. Today, though, they were at Pocono. The Pocono 325, I think it was. Is that where they were? Pocono. Oh, let me see. I think I want to say it's 325. Yeah. You got anything Pocono. about Bumba Wallace about the whole noose thing? Oh, they were saying that he, he was... Uh, like subject to a hate crime or something or a racism crime. I, I didn't see yeah. much about that. There was, a, there was like a was... noose, like looking garage door pole that yeah. like one of his teammates spotted, brought it up to NASCAR, you know? And of course it's like in the time of right now where like Confederate flags going away, Confederate statues going away. A lot of like talk about uh, racial injustice that, People are on high alert for that kind of stuff, and uh, shout out to one of his te- for his teammates rallying around him, noticing that. And then uh, FBI came in, determined that it wasn't an act of a hate crime; that right, um, it's a new 
it was like the pulley system at the Talladega Speedway, like nine garages had like a similar thing. But the only one one difference between his and the others was that it was knotted up so much. So, right. Like, if you're calling him a fake, like, get get the hell out of here. Like, don't need any of that. Exactly. Well, it's good to see that it, it wasn't subject to a hate crime because that's the last thing we need right now. Is like I said, everyone just needs to come together and just do good. That's all you need. This to worry team about. has been outstanding when it comes to that. Like they've rallied all around him. Yeah. They're very supportive. I, I like Bubba Wallace. Bubba Wallace is your dude. And, I mean, respect to all these guys in, in every single league that is struggling now and just in general. But, um, yeah, so today they were at Pocono 325, 130 laps, big track, 2.5 miles long. We've been to this track. We went to this track last year. And, dude, it, when they go – when they go through the finish line and then they go all the way in the back, you can't you can't see nothing. Like so nothing long straight away. Yeah, it's a it's a big big track. Uh, tri oval. I think it's got like three turns, right? One. Yep. Two, three turns. That's try. So. That's try, Ant. Yeah, but I'm just I'm thinking in my head. Yeah, of course, try tri oval, three turns. Um, today, Kevin Harvick again, another win for him, first place. Second place, Denny Hamlin. He's been blowing it up. And then Eric Amarola, actually, third place. Truex, Kyle Busch won this one last time, last year. Then Truex has done pretty good on this track as well. Um, so in the standings right now, we have Kevin Harvick up in first place now, 534 points. Ryan Blaney actually in second with 505. And then Joey Logano with uh, 487. So that is our NASCAR news. And then tomorrow we have a, I think it's a triple header actually back at Pocono. Um, so Pocono 350 is going to be tomorrow. Racing two races back to back? Yeah, today and tomorrow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow's going to be at four o'clock. Uh-huh. Same thing, Pocono. All right, Brandon, you have anything? Anything awesome? No, sir. No, it's, it's hard to. It's hard to compete against NASCAR. Oh, you can't do it. This time of year, NASCAR and fishing, there's just no way. Cannot. I'm sorry. Let's see how fast NASCAR tanks when it comes to ESPN coverage when uh, basketball comes back, though. (laughs) See how fast that – dude, yeah. Go right to the bottom again. ESPN is – I used to love ESPN, but I just want to see – I just want to see – I just want to see like equality throughout everything. Show just as much hockey as you do baseball as you do anything else. Dude, yeah. I mean, we've stressed it many, many times. And like, look, to be honest with you, I'll straight up say this, like as at our as our sports page, we even need to do a better job of even putting soccer in there and stuff like that. But this is stuff that we don't even see. How could you not see what's going on in NASCAR and in and, and, and the NHL? This is stuff that's so obvious. If we're seeing it and we don't even run a television um, broadcasting channel or whatever, then they must see it. But, you know, we're not – if we see something that we think is worthy of putting on there that by facts, we'll definitely post it. But, um, yeah, I, I feel We're like better than ESPN. Is that what Zan's saying? No, I just – I'm just talking for ourselves. I feel just like, without a budget. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The ESPN's budget would be killing it right now. 
No, nah, you gotta get, you gotta watch more uh, Euro soccer, man. Those guys are awesome out there. Those are supreme athletes, dude. Like uh, Sala has like he you can make a case that he has like less than five percent body fat, dude. He, that guy is absolutely shredded to the core. Yeah, like he looks like the diagram to where out in school you had like the muscle groups. His muscles like pop out just like that. Thin, it's thin insane. Skin. Him, Ronaldo. Yeah, a couple of jack dudes. Lionel Messi's jack to a certain degree. Lionel Messi's more of a like laid back jack. He doesn't really look like he's uh athletic enough, but like dude, he's amazing too. So and anything else? Um should I talk about fishing? I mean, I don't really have anything <laughs> else. Nah, nah, we pretty much really. covered it all. We'll save it for um the next one. Yeah, you got you got to catch like a big one. You got to catch uh, a shark or a grouper. I'm really, really trying to get myself. Stay tuned, guys. I'm really trying to get myself a little nice ten pound striper from the surf. I'm really trying hard. It's just that I, it's I'm just not catching it. I'm catching everything but that. So I'm really trying to go nice size blue, but definitely a striper. I've never caught a striper, and then a fluke too. A nice fluke would be nice, but. My striper is definitely my go-to right now. But I would like to take a trip down to Florida and go on like a mahi trip. I don't. I, I guess that they do that down there. Up here, we caught mahi two years ago, but um, it's just not as common because they're in the tropical waters where it's warmer. But, uh, yeah, stay tuned. If anybody decides to come DTS, is, I guess you call it, just we call it the beach. Please be safe coming up next weekend because 4th of July. So, yeah, that's all I got to say. Be respectful. Do the right thing. Be a good person. All right. There you go. That's all the time we have for today. We thank you for joining us. If you have any comments about the podcast, go ahead and let us know what you think about MLB coming back. What do you think about NASCAR? What do you think about the NBA getting the schedule out. What do you think about Vince Sanity? How awesome was he? You know, leave a comment down below. Let us know your thoughts. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Bench Bros Sports. Follow us on Instagram at Original Bench Bros. We keep you up to date on every headline throughout the week on those pages. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other media services. Go ahead and check out our website at BenchBrosSports.com to get all the podcasts, all the latest blogs. Again, thank you for listening. Can never, yeah. Always, always double check. A lot of people say, "Don't double check. Just, just do it. Don't ask questions." Blah blah blah. But why not, right? And no, we are good, guys. Have a nice Sunday. Fill up. Get ready for the Fourth of July. I must explain. That was Anthony Fertini, Brandon Farrell. All right, guys. Have a good rest of the time. We'll see you next time on Bench Bros. We out.